Yo, what's going on? Welcome to episode 14 of FPL Hotline. I'm your host, Matt Tomo, joined as always by Taz, Gash, and C4. What's up, guys? Hey. What's up? We uh, missed last week's episode. It was uh, Thanksgiving here in, in the States. Uh, C4, what was what was your excuse for not being able to record last week? You know, it was a Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Didn't want to do the, the uh, solo show? I mean, man, it's you a rainy Thanksgiving, the real one. <laughs> Did we record on your Thanksgiving? I think so, yeah. Yeah, probably. All right, well, anyway, hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Um, let's uh, let's talk about what happened in last game week. Uh, first, we got a two nothing win for Crystal or two nothing win for Newcastle over Crystal Palace. Uh, C four, how'd you feel about that one? I'm kind of shocked. You know, yeah. Joaquin then came back from the dead. And I expect yes. him to go back into his grave for another month. No more, no more from him. <laughs> That's it. One goal. No, one it, he'll get an assist and then, you know, go back for another month. But the bigger story, probably uh, <laughs> Callum Wilson with the goal and assist as well. Uh, I think. Did you put him into your wildcard team or? No, at that point, he wasn't a lock for the first two game weeks to be healthy. So I went with Watkins instead, and that worked out brilliantly last Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on the Newcastle Palace game? I know uh, it's not. I know it's not exciting to to the rest of us, but uh, there was some stat. I think it's like Bruce Arena has a lot more wins in the past. I think six months than a lot of like pretty high name managers. Bruce Arena is classic. Did you say Bruce Arena instead of right. fucking Steve Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Reno, the worst U.S. national team manager of all time. <laughs> the best U.S. men's national team manager of all time. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, let's move on. Uh, yeah, no, 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 Taz's no, no, roommate, no. roommate came in real quick. <laughs> um, all right, so we had a one-one draw for Liverpool. <laughs> oh, you good, Gash? You got the you got the COVID. Uh, I hope not. Can I move my blood <laughs> up one? <laughs> Excuse me one second, everyone. <laughs> Damn. And I'm good now. <laughs> you, you might actually have the COVID. That does not sound good. <laughs> I just realized I have a mute button here, too, so next time that happens, you won't be subjected to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 1-1 uh, one, one for Liverpool. Uh, we got a goal from Jota and an assist from Salah on his return back from COVID. Uh, came back a little earlier than some people expected, a little earlier than I expected, for sure. Uh, I had Mane in there instead. did not work out in my favor. Um, but, yeah, uh, on the other side for Brighton, uh, Welbeck with an assist, um, and Neil Maupay missed a penalty. Uh, that's, that's Love to see love to see him screw up uh, after that whole, that whole thing with Arsenal last year. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, so 1-1 for Liverpool, not great. Uh, any thoughts? I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> I transfer out all of Liverpool assets. So, I mean, that, that was you, have, you have none right now. None. Wow, that's kind of. I expected. I was kind of like you. I expected uh, Salah to be out for longer, and I didn't really. I, I at the time was I was like transferring out Salah, and I was like, who I rather have, Mane or Fernandez? And I just chose him. Mm. Yeah, Bruno's Bruno's been good, but we'll get to we'll get to him in a minute. Um. Let's go over to the other side of Manchester. Man City with a huge 5-0 win over Burnley. 
uh, hat trick for Mares and goals for Mendy and Torres as well. Two assists for De Bruyne, one for Walker, one for Jesus, and one for Foden. Um, yeah, so Mares with the hat trick is that sustainable? Are we are we transferring in Mares yet? Like, what's? What um, I think he. That? I think his thing is he does really well against uh, low block teams. Um, it's weird because, you know, if he, I saw a stat that it was essentially like, you know, against the, the teams that defend a certain amount or, you know, teams that City have a certain amount of possession against, like at least this much possession, he tends to do a lot better um, just because of the, the way his style of play is. So he'll ha he likes to have the, the – he's playing on the right wing. He likes to have the outside fullback overlapping him a lot, and it kind of takes the defender away, and then he can cut inside onto his left foot and shoot. So I think he benefited a lot from that. Um, I personally don't want, uh, he's a good player, but I don't really want him in my team at the moment, just due to Pep's rotation and, um, not thinking that it's fully sustainable over a long period. And I don't want to try to predict the games where he's going to be in and, or, you know, play most of the game or, or whatnot. Yeah. It definitely seems like it's a uh, feast or famine for him. Just, just going through his, his totals for this year so far, you got zero, 12, then two, three, two, three, zero, two, and then 21 last week. So yeah. really unpredictable. Um, he seems to be the biggest victim of Pep's rotation. Uh, well, I don't even know if I would call him that because he doesn't even seem to be in the rotation at most times. And then he pops in and, and does this. I mean, it's just, it's, it's annoying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. What's his price? Uh, 8.3. Yeah. So that, that puts him in a, in a, in a, Price range where it's just the edge. I'd rather I'd rather have CH. I'd rather have Pulisic. Uh, probably a couple other names I'd rather go for there. But uh, yeah. Any other thoughts about the City game? C four. You got your update on Aguero. I know you're always uh, checking in on him. How's he doing? <laughs> yeah, but more importantly, I found the Steve Bruce I was, stat I was talking about. Bruce Arena uh, stat. <laughs> Zinedine Zidane has lost more games than Steve Bruce this year or this season. Wow. Wow. Right out there. Zindy Zidane has probably played, what, like twice the number of games that Steve Bruce has played this season? So you're saying Steve Bruce has a higher win percentage? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you asking me instead of just looking that up? <laughs> All right, let's uh let's move on to Leeds and Everton. We had a one nil lead, uh one nil win for Leeds. Uh, goal from Rafinha, assisted by Harrison. Uh, any any thoughts on that game? Yeah, it's bullshit. I benched Dallas, and he got eight eight points. And he was the <laughs> my first. He was my first sub, so I was just praying that someone else on my team wouldn't start or like wouldn't come on. Oh, actually, because then Nuno decides to not start Kilman, but he comes on for like a twelve minute cameo, and Dallas is there, you know, cock blocks on my bench, and Kilman comes in for a freaking one pointer. So that was a good. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you why didn't you believe in Dallas? Like what was what was your thinking for that? I thought I just thought they were gonna concede and win, you know, like two one or three two or something. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the games are high. But they always concede and you still have faith in him. Yeah, well apparently they always concede except the last two weeks I've benched him and he's scored a lot of points. <laughs> so maybe not always. <laughs> So people just got to follow what you do with Dallas, and that determines whether or not he's going to have a good week. Yeah, exactly. The opposite. I'll start, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll start tweeting on on, on uh, you know our Twitter account <laughs> saying what if I'm going to start Dallas or bench him, just to let you all know. And then that'll determine. Maybe maybe if you're benching him, I would say throw the captain band on him. Uh, everybody else. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, 
So Sheffield United took another L, but this time to West Brom, uh, 1-0 oh. again. Goal from Gallagher, um, unassisted. Uh, any any thoughts about that one? I know I know those are two clubs that we don't pay much attention to uh, fantasy-wise, but um, any any thoughts on that one? Battle of the duds. Is there any player from those two teams <clears throat> that you would look at that you would consider? Well, I have uh, Brewster from Sheffield as a – more of like a enabler in my team, but that's has about he, it. Has he? Let's see. Has he done anything for them yet? No, right? Oh, he's gotten about like seven points. So you watch your mouth. I <laughs> <laughs> make him Sheffield's highest scorer this year. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Oh, he got. He actually got eight points. I misspoke. <laughs> yes, total of eight points. All right. Uh, yeah. So still, still looking like his only value is as an enabler, but we'll see. Uh, something to follow, and as for West Brom, I know Pereira was an option for a bit, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go anywhere near those two teams, fantasy wise. Um, another team that I wouldn't go near uh, this time. You know, I was just trying to make a joke about Man United, but I, I didn't know where I was going with that one <laughs> because <laughs> Bruno is great. Um, he had another goal and another assist, and Cavani with two goals um, and an assist as well, and another assist for Rashford. So a uh, big three-two win for United. Uh, Gash, what'd you think about that? Oh, what a, what a class game. I mean, Edison Cavani comes in, scores as many headers as everyone else. Has the, he scored in 45 minutes, two headers. And in the previous, like, two seasons, like, the most number of headers scored by one player was two. So it's uh, pretty significant there. But just the fact that he's, uh, you know, they have a, an actual striker to play around with his in terms of his movement and his timing. If you watch the goals, I mean, those are just, like, you know, almost pure instincts, the way he moves and makes his runs. But um, in terms of uh, uh, fantasy takeaways, I, I would say that um, Bruno Fernandez once again doesn't blank uh, away from home. So he's still yet to blank away from home since joining Man United back in uh, last January. Um, so he's proven to be a very reliable captain in those situations. And I know one of these weeks it's going to run out. So that's uh, always in the back of the mind, but at least you have a pretty good shot if you're captaining him in an away game. Um, but yeah, no. Otherwise, personally, I'm very, very happy, and I was screaming my uh, my lungs out when Cavani scored the winner. Mm -hmm. uh, is Cavani fantasy relevant now? <clears throat> no, because of rotation with price. Martial. Yeah. What's his price again? Nine Eight million. Five. Eight million. Okay, but that puts him in a range with like um, Richarlison. I think I'd rather have Richarlison at that price point. He's only like what 0.2, 0.3 more than DCL now. So, yeah, I'd definitely rather go DCL as well. I'd rather go. <clears throat> I'd rather go like money, go to Werner. There's, there's, there's too many options in, in that range. Um, but Bruno, Bruno is solid. Um, I, I didn't have him at the start of the season, but I brought him in like right time for this run. So I'm I'm really happy with that. Past three weeks, 17, 11, and 10. Um, yeah, what, what can you say? This, this is one of the most reliable fantasy players at this point, I would say, uh, since joining United. Um, My dude. Definitely, definitely a captain pick almost every week. And uh, his price has risen to 10.9 at this point. Um, but, you know, he's putting up he's putting up numbers that justify that for sure. Uh, I, now that I have him in my team, I don't think I'm going to take him out probably for the rest of the year, bearing any injury or, or anything like that. But, yeah, I love Bruno. Love Bruno. Fantasy wise, I love Bruno. Nah, it's too late. You said it. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I don't have a problem with him otherwise, uh, except for all the penalties, you know, but they are good for my fantasy team. It is what What's it is. he supposed to do? Miss them? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Not while he's on my fantasy team. Is he more frozen? Yeah, um, I froze for like a second there. I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, you're back. Okay. <laughs> you have any thoughts on Bruno, Cavani, United? Uh, like, I, I agree with Cash. I don't think he's fantasy relevant. But if this was like the final three, four weeks of the season and you need a punt, like that's maybe a situation I'd bring Cavani in for. Uh, but outside of that, I think it's starting to become like increasingly clear that the like people's midfield should be pretty set in terms of having like a solid KDB Fernandez. Yeah. Well, well Bruno's three. price kind kind of makes it like seem like you have to have him and like a KDB or a Salah or even I think you're probably three. Yeah, you, you could have three of the two, but then you kind of sacrificing elsewhere. Maybe sacrificing, you know, if some people still have a premium striker. But I'm just saying, like, not to have Bruno right now or like before with his price, and even now still at what 10.9. He's that's still like a great bargain. Like he, you yeah. know, he's gonna be the guy for Man United every single week almost. Like you know, yeah. KDB's not always gonna be the guy for um Man City or like compared to like Mane Asala for Liverpool. I feel like. Bruno will be more like the main guy for United compared to those guys for their respect. Yeah, yeah. At this point, that's who you have to compare him with. Uh, I mean, even since the start of the season, that's that's been his comparison. So with his price point being a good million lower than them, uh, I I don't see how you can justify not having him in your team at this point. There's a uh, there's a chance I'm wrong on this, but I saw something. I I think Bruno is the highest scoring player in FPL since he's joined. Yeah, I think you know, from from last January until now, he he's. I think I saw that on. I think I saw that on Twitter somewhere, and that would make sense. Just if if he's not the highest, he's got to be you know, top three or something. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Who would even highest. be close? Like KDB, maybe. KDB, yeah, and I don't know, Salah, I would guess. I think maybe yeah. Joe Wellington's up there. Salah had a quiet yeah. ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I but I'm pretty sure Bruno is the highest scoring since he's joined. So if you don't have Bruno in your team, what are you doing? Like, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> Come on. Um, I have three premium midfielders personally, but but I could see if you want like a Vardy or when he comes back, um, getting Aguero up there. But you know, two or three premium midfielders seems to be the move. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, <laughs> Chelsea Spurs, which on paper looked like it should have been an exciting match, but it wasn't. Uh, nil nil, a lot of yellow cards. Um, Two shit teams playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so nothing really to to comment on in terms of point scores there. But did anything worry you watching those games? I know we talked a little bit about. Um, I think we talked about being a little worried about Spurs assets uh, coming up. Uh, does this does this kind of double down? Let's go to the resident uh, Spurs believer, the big the biggest Spurs believer on the podcast, uh, C four. Not a Spurs fan, but kind of acts like it sometimes. Uh, yeah, like, no, like, like, like a wanker. <laughs> relationship. Uh, are you? What are you? What are your thoughts on them right now? This was kind of my read of what was way happening. You know, they're way into a bunch of outside of last week in terms of you know obviously, I think they only ended up creating like two shots on target in City or something. I think it's going to be very low scoring, very low chances, and this is just going to be classic Mourinho trying to grind out the next, I would say, four games now in terms of just trying to get results. 
You know, if yeah. you make it through they have Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, and Leicester, if you can make it out of those four games with, I would say, maybe eight points, like you've done eight or nine points, I think you're, you would take that. The, uh, I would what I would say as the the man here who um, had Mourinho manage his club um, a few years back, um, unless he drastically changes his style, he's going to try to do exactly what he just did against Chelsea against all these you know top teams in away games and probably even home games. We're just trying to grind out like a, a one nil, maybe a two nil win. You know, if they score two goals in the first half and they go into halftime, I can definitely definitely see him and expect him. To make some kind of you know defensive substitution and switch it around just to slow down the game and, and try to kill it off from there. Um, you think he'll even do that at the derby this weekend? I feel like he might come out pressing and attacking. Yeah, but what he but what he likes to do is try to like you know um, have teams that are defensively solid, and if he's going to go for it, he goes for it early on to try to you know kill off the game, and then once it's once it's uh, once the, they have a, a one or two goal lead, he relies on his teams. Um, being really well drilled defensively to just hold the lead and, and lock it down. And that'd be a good strategy against Arsenal because I think what there's been two or three games now this season where they failed to register a single shot on target in the second half. They just, when they're down or not playing well, they just seem to totally fizzle out. So yeah, I could, I could see that happening, unfortunately. Yeah. But in terms of Spurs assets, these next four <laughs> weeks, uh, and then they got wolves after that. It depends how, how wolves are doing at that point. Uh, we know they can be solid defensively. So that's either four or five, like, difficult game weeks coming up. Uh, C4, did you get your Spurs players out? You still have anybody in? Do any of us have Spurs players in? I still have um, – so I got rid of Kane last week for Vardy. And then my kind of uh, plan for this week was to get rid of Son for um, – uh, what's his name? For like K- for KDB. But now it's some more looking more like I got to take care of Jack Grealish or possibly uh, Rashford, who is a – Injury that, but I don't think he's actually. Um, I think he's still gonna play, but uh, I don't know that kind of that nil 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 tie kind of um with Chelsea. I didn't really watch the game, so a little bit of the highlights. Um, even though like I still own Son, he didn't really produce, but at the same time, I've kind of like just tempted just to leave him for these next four games. Um, I think uh, you know, it is a tough five games, but I feel like they're. I feel like he's gonna return those uh, weeks, and I have like kind of more underlying issues to deal with with like Graylish um not playing since uh the game got postponed and then um elsewhere I gotta change my team around. Mm-hmm. Uh you mentioned Rashford real quick, uh just a note on him. Just two looks like two hours ago the Manchester United website released uh, an article saying it's a shoulder injury and uh, they're hoping he can be ready for the game, but we don't know. So it doesn't sound that serious and it is the shoulder which uh you don't use as much, obviously. <laughs> um, so, so the the way this article was written, it seems like they're feeling positive about it, but we'll see. Uh, just want to throw that out there. And then on De Gea, I don't know if anybody still has De Gea, but it looks like he might miss a while, right, Gash? Yeah, he played a full ninety. When? <laughs> Today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scratch that. <laughs> I was just reading something about how this. This injury is the perfect time to make Henderson the, the whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> um, let's move on to Arsenal and Wolves. Uh, 2-1 win for Wolves. Goals from Potence and Neto. Assists from Dendonker and Neto. And uh, for Arsenal, Gabriel scored. I know some people have him defensively. And assists for William. 
Um, like I mentioned before, Arsenal failed to register a single shot on target in the second half. Aubameyang continues to be totally non-existent. Um, yeah, Aubameyang continues to be that. Uh, <laughs> continues to play like a fart noise. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not good times at Arsenal for sure. Uh, also, uh, Raul Jimenez with that scary injury, the collision mm-hmm. with David Luiz. Uh, he had surgery on a fractured skull. So uh, I don't even know, like, the timetable for something like that. Uh, could, could that be season-ending? Yeah, that that's, that could be pretty pretty serious from what I've yeah, seen. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, it happened a few years ago to that defender. Uh, what Gary Cahill hit him. Do you remember? In, oh, shit, I don't remember his name, but, but he had to retire over it, over the exact same injury. Yeah. Uh, he had to retire. So I don't even know if Jimenez can come back this year at all. Um, I had him in my team like two weeks ago, transferred him out. But yeah, uh, that was tough. That, that, was, that was that was pretty shitty. They didn't even show it on the broadcast the second time. Uh, and yeah. like the noise. I was looking away at, at Twitter for a second and I heard the noise and I looked up. It was wild, wild. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you have Jimenez, uh, time to transfer him out and uh, hope for the best for him. Um, if you have any Arsenal attackers, not looking good at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why. You, I don't know why you would still have Aubameyang at this point, but he's been non-existent. I know. Look, they have the derby coming up this weekend. There's potential to either turn it around and inject some some good energy with a big win, but if they lose this weekend, it, it, it could just go even further downhill for Arsenal. Uh, so, so I think this this next game week determines a lot. I think they can use it uh, as a way to step back up if they win, but if they lose, it's going to be bad. Uh, so, so definitely stay away from Arsenal assets for now. And uh, we'll see how they do this weekend. Uh, any any thoughts on Arsenal Wolves? No, no, I think you covered it. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, Fulham with a 2-1 win over Leicester. Uh, kind of surprising loss for Leicester. They had a, Vardy had an assist and a goal for Barnes. Um, and on the other side, Lookman with a goal and Cavalero assists from Angisa and De Cordova Reed. There we go. I don't know why I was struggling with those names so much. But, um, yeah, 2-1-1 for Fulham. Uh, they looked okay. Nothing for Mitrovic yet again. Um, so, Didn't even start. Yeah, so if anybody has him still, like, I, I don't know why you would. Um, anybody else fantasy relevant Fulham? Not really, but Lester. Uh, you guys were talking about Vardy. I know we have – who owns Vardy here? I so had him as a captain for this week. You had him as a captain. So, so – so, Oh, same. So all three of you guys have already. So how you guys? I, I, sorry, I own I own him. I brought him in during the last game week, so I own him from like next. This is the next game. Okay. Week. Why did you you weren't? Why why did you bring him in? Uh, let's well let's let's discuss that afterwards for me at least because I took I did kind of a crazy thing in FPL, so I'll explain that all at once. Okay. I, I didn't realize taking hits were a crazy thing now, uh, but. I took him because I thought he was the best alternative to Harry Kane for the next couple of game weeks. Originally, my plan was to take him and switch him over to Aguero this week, but it doesn't look like Sergio's ready yet, so I'm comfortable t- keeping him. I still think he has pretty good fixtures. You know, Sheffield this weekend makes him look like another viable captain option, and then Brighton at home the week after is good too. Are you still definitely bringing in uh, – is there anything that will change your mind about bringing in Aguero right away? I mean, since he went down, if Jesus like nails on the starting job, I think that's not happening. Yeah, I I think Aguero's always going to be first choice when he's healthy. I think with how far behind the eight ball Man City are in the league right now, that 
Pep will be pressured to like make Sergio a part of the starting eleven as soon as possible. Okay. Any uh, any final thoughts there? Let's move on to uh, West Ham with a two one win over Villa. Uh, for Villa, we had an assist from uh, Cash and a goal from Grealish. On the other side, West Ham had goals from uh, Bowen and uh, Agbona. Agbana. I'm I'm bad with these names today. Uh, an assist from Bowen and Ben Rama. Um, penalty missed for Watkins on Villa. I brought him in right before last week, so that that was uh, <laughs> not not what I wanted to see. Um, but a goal for Grealish. I, I brought him in as well. Um, any any thoughts on that game? Tom, yeah. you have an unlimited amount of transfers. It seems like you always bring someone in like three times a game week. What do you mean? <laughs> I know. It's always like, oh, yeah, I brought in Fernandez this week. I brought in Money and Salah. I brought in uh, Rashford. I brought in Watkins and Grealish. I don't know, man. How many? Yeah. So the thing is, I have unlimited transfers, uh, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, uh, I have a really bad sense of time with, with, with COVID still. <laughs> like I, I just don't know which week I brought in who, but I, I make a transfer like every week pretty much. So <laughs> there you go. Nice. I've, only taken, I've only taken one hit this year. Uh, and it was, it was last week <clears throat> uh, to bring in Watkins. So really, really great. Uh, nice. Result there. <laughs> Love to see it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the postponed game. Uh, that, that wraps it up for all the, the recaps for this past game. But let's talk about the, the postponed game. And what are we doing with the Villa assets? Uh, Taz, since you brought that up in the private chat just now, do you want to start us off with that, that topic? Well, I was, I was hoping you know to listen to what you guys had to say. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. you advice. That's that's why. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to you know uh, use too much brain power in this now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I was uh, I I have both uh, Martinez and he's my uh, starting keeper, and I have uh, Graylish, and then my backup is also the backup to keeper. My backup keeper is Bill's backup keeper. So um, I don't have any keeper to play unless I transfer him out. And I, I don't really want to waste the transfer on the keeper. So I think I'm just going to get zero points for my keeper this weekend. But then Graylish is kind of an interesting thing. I was uh, I kind of originally was planning on to bring in uh, KDB uh, or Mane, whichever one this week, for like Son or Rashford. But now we'll kind of have to deal with Graylish, you know, having uh, that many players not play for me. And then I don't, my bench is not viable enough to bring in more points. And I kind of... Uh, I've been getting some momentum in our mini league, and I don't want to lose the momentum. So I think I'm gonna transfer Graylish. As for who I haven't decided yet, it's a lot of options. I can go for um, downgrade him to a lower price midfielder that can enable me to like later on bring in like Mane and uh, KDB both in my team. So that's kind of a something that I'm considering. But at the same time, um, I just haven't really decided. But I think my step is to is to transfer Graylish out. Um, the only way I wouldn't is uh. You know, 7.4 million for him is not the biggest uh, thing. If you bench him, if like people have him on the team that already made transfers, like I wouldn't transfer him out. But if you have that free transfer and um, you kind of, you know, you don't want to fall behind, then I would transfer him out, even if it's for just one week. It's tough. Like if, if I have him as well. So like what I'm thinking is like if I want to transfer him out, I would want to transfer him right back in. So that's because they still have Wolves, Burnley, West Brom, and Palace coming up. Uh, like, I think I might just have to take the L and take the zero points from either him or Watkins because I have both of them. Um, 
maybe I'll do like a one week punt with one of them, but it's it's tough. Yeah, uh, Gash, are you dealing with this? You have any? Oh, any I'm uh, I'm dealing with this all right. I uh, <laughs> so a little bit of background for you, you gents and ladies listening out there. I have three Aston Villa players. I have Grealish, McGinn, and Target. Um, so you know, doing doing really well beforehand. Um, but now what I had so you know. Saturday rolls around, and I'm looking at the price rise predictor, and it's like, ah, KDB is going to go up in price, but I really wanted him in my team. So I did some toying around, and I realized that if I that I had the exact cash on Saturday before the price rise to do DCL, Kane, and Son to KDB, Bamford, and Vardy. So you know what? I was like, whatever, man. Like, I'm not doing too hot this season. I got to start, you know, I don't have to start taking punts, but, like, at least this will bring back a little bit of enjoyment to FPL for me. So I pulled the trigger. Um, I did that. Minus eight. So that didn't feel good. Um, and now, you know, I get the news that Villa's not playing this game week. And I have three extra Villa players. So uh, what I'm thinking is I'm kind of fucked with for, for that. And I, I don't really want to take another hit. So I'm just going to use my three bench slots, three Villa players. Boom, boom, boom. Easy done. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is where the bench comes in handy. This is where the absolutely. Bench comes in. This is they, uh, Does it look like your yeah. whole bench is gonna play? They, I, you they, know, uh, it's the, the only the only one I'm not sure about is Kilman because he had been starting for a couple of weeks. Is who? Sorry, you you Max Max Kilman. Okay, okay. Yeah, he, he had been starting, you know, for a couple of weeks consistently, and then you know, like I said before, he didn't start last week, but came on for a 12 minute cameo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I'm hoping he go, comes back in this upcoming week, but we'll see because Wolves' shape might change because of the Jimenez injury and, and uh, uh, they haven't been doing too hot with the three slash five at the back. So they're saying Nuno might play, you know, start a four at the back. So I, I, I don't know as of right now. And but, even um, if he does play, that's a tough matchup, Liverpool away. Yeah, not a. I'd say probably suboptimal would be the word I'd use for it. When are fans coming back? Is it, ever, next week? Is it this upcoming week or the one after? I customer um, December fifth or sixth, so this weekend. If it's, if it's the first game with fans back at Liverpool, that's, they're going to bring some sort of atmosphere. Then that's that's not an ideal situation. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, I am not planning to transfer out any grilla, uh, any Villa assets this week. Any Grilla players? Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and, well, that Jack Grealish is basically yeah, a club yeah. at the moment. <laughs> And to think you did this all just to put a little joy back in FPL. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, now I'm happy. Now I have no idea if I should captain KDB, captain Bruno, captain Vardy. So I can't wait to make the wrong decision and then be sad again. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of good options this week. Well, I'll let you look at that. Uh, C4. Yes. Uh, so I have Target and Lewis and Watkins. So right now I don't have enough defenders to play a back line. <laughs> Uh, Bernardo with the fifth sub is not working out for me. Oh, like I like I told you, right? Yeah, where are you in the standings? Well, I was right about that. So, <laughs> broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, so I have two transfers yep. though. Okay. But here's my thinking: either this game is going to happen Wednesday next week as a part of this game week, or it's going to happen Wednesday as a part of next game week. So they announced that yet? no, that feels like a decision they should make pretty soon. It feels like it might happen tomorrow. So no, I'm, I'm sorry to say that I'm not going to do anything until tomorrow. Until the decision. Yeah, because you know 
if Aston Villa all of a sudden has a double game week next week, then I kind of yeah, want then, Watkins. I'm not, then I'm not touching Watkins or Grealish. Yeah. Uh, I would want, but then I would have, then that's probably where I would do a one week punt on one of them mm-hmm. or away from one of them. Uh, Cause a double game week. So that would be a double game week with Wolves, Wolves and Burnley. No, not Wolves, bad. Newcastle. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, so and Newcastle. we don't know who has COVID on Newcastle. Can you imagine if it's like Lascelles, Darlow, ASM, and uh, Cal Wilson? Like that could be a shit show. You just cherry picked all their the best players, but yeah, yeah that would suck, it's suck if they lost only their best player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that could be a really, really sweet matchup. That could be a nice time to use like a Grealish captain. Or Grealish triple captain. Taz. Still saying Taz. mine. We'll, we'll see when I use it. <laughs> Would you do a triple captain for that double game week? For Grealish? No. Probably not. Pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you captain? Uh, would you triple captain Salah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you got so much balls in you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that game week one captain, right? Yeah. The yeah. balls. Uh, Taz, you have one more thing you want to say? Yeah, I was going to say it's funny because this is what Gash has been uh, kind of in the beginning of the season preaching about uh, having saving that wild card for like later in the season with the COVID outbreaks. And that now that we finally have one happening, um, you know, if, I'm pretty sure uh, all of us have used our wild card already, right? Um, yep. So, uh, no, <laughs> I guess it'd be nice to have it for now. But, you know, I kind of um, totally kind of forgot until just recently that we also have a free hit chip that you know i don't think i'm tempted enough to use it with this just one covert outbreak and it's only villa and newcastle they're not a uh, pretty uh damn like substantial of a team you know if, if it was like liverpool or man city and i had like a couple of their players i would definitely consider using a free hit because then there's just a lot of money in those assets right. usually with like salah and money and um KDB and stuff like that to tie it up in. So, but that is an option. And was anybody else tempted to use their free hit for this, or that just might as well just take the free, mm-hmm. might as well take the hit of zero points from mm-hmm. the assets. Yeah, uh, I, I was just gonna say I, I personally am not thinking about taking a free hit because I, you know, I, I lose. So I, you know, one of the worst case scenarios probably like you know having three of the players that are not playing. Um, and I think that I could gain more by using a free hit later in the season for like a, a game week with multiple blanks or doubles or whatever than I would gain by just using it now to cover for that. So mm-hmm. that's my perspective personally. Uh, yeah, I I only have two, so so not as bad of a situation. Uh, and I kind of feel like uh, they're both lower price players. You know, Watkins is at what six, or is he not even at six? Yeah, Watkins is at six one, and Grealish is at. Uh, seven seven or something seven seven yeah so like i wouldn't feel awful about leaving one of those on the bench just for one week uh i feel like i could make up for it and use a free hit better somewhere down the line and kind of want to keep it in my back pocket like you said in case there is uh like because right now i have two liverpool players for for example and i might go up to three at a point and if, if i would definitely rather use it then you know what i mean i feel like i could do like a one week switch of Grealish to watkins and then bring them right back in and that's how i'll deal with it I don't want to waste that free hit yet because I already wasted my wild card. Uh, so definitely want to have that free hit in my back pocket. And I, I I didn't expect there to be a COVID outbreak all year. Like I just felt like uh, the Prem handled it really well, like last year when it was more at its peak. So like, I just wasn't expecting it to happen. 
now that it happened, I'm worried it could happen again. Uh, so I definitely want to have that free hit in my back pocket in case it's like a worse situation than this one. Uh, C4, are you? What, what do you think? Like I said, I'll wait until it happens, basically until the last second before the deadline. Just have as much information on the situation as possible. Yeah. But worst case scenario, I'm not using any chip or hit or transfers just to cover for one game week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I actually think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do Grealish to, to someone. Because I also have... Oh, I will say, are you guys familiar with Ben Cullen? Yeah, he does a lot. He's, a, he's, he's on Twitter. He does a lot of the um, scheduling for the Premier League. Um, I don't know if he works there or just a lot of information. Um, but he's saying that it's more likely, he thinks it's more likely that the game won't be played this game. Did everybody hear that okay? Gash came like really muffled on my end. Yeah, yeah. same thing for me. Is it muffled right now? Now you're good. Say, say, just repeat that whole sentence. Is it oil? Is this better? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, way better. Okay, that's weird. Um, ben Krellin. Ben Krellin. Ben Krellin is a dude who's on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know if he works in the Premier League or like something, but he has some kind of like inside information on scheduling the games. And he's saying he thinks it's more likely that the game is made up sometime later in the season rather than you know next week or so. So just uh, and he he's you know pretty spot on usually. So it's uh, just some uh, additional information. Yeah, I'm looking. He's got 72,000 followers. Not that we should be judging somebody's reliability based on followers, but like that that means something, you know. He's not just like some 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 bum like making a claim. So they, he said it would be later on in the season. They wouldn't they wouldn't rush. To he do a he said right he now. said it's more likely to be later on in the season. And it's I not, see like all he does is post like spreadsheets and get super into. Yeah, transfer planners and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I trust him. the The seventy two thousand followers helps. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So that's that's something important to keep in mind. Um, all right. Uh, any anything else, or should we move on to captain picks? Good. Or let's 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 want like add one more thing to that villa discussion like if you have Grealish or Watkins like who's somebody that you can target as a one week punt uh so basically help me make my decision uh for for this weekend please isn't that what this whole podcast is what nothing is that what this whole, yeah that's uh I come into these unprepared and I just learn from you guys and I make my decisions right after <laughs> um, um if you want if you want a one week punt for Grealish I think Harvey Barnes might be a decent shout yeah, um, he looks looks pretty solid, and Leicester have Sheffield this week, so that could be a, a, a good spot to fill in there. He's at six point nine right now, so you would be fine money wise. Yep. Now, what if you had like I don't know, like point six in the bank? <laughs> <laughs> then what would you do? <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably take like a like a like a minus fifty six hit or something like that. <laughs> I actually think I can go to. Uh, I think I can afford going to one of the Chelsea assets. Can I? Uh, what's the chat right now? Eight point two or eight point three? Eight point three. So close to eight Is Pulisic eight two? Yeah, yeah Pulisic is eight two. Yeah, Pulisic is eight two. Is he? He get to play, right? He started. They're going up against Leeds. Yeah. Started today. So I don't know. If, I don't, did he get subbed off? C four. Do you know? Or did he? Yeah. Him and him and uh, Havertz both started and both got subbed off in the sixty to seventy minute range. Okay, so he's so he's. I'd say he's in contention to start for the weekend then. And he only played sixteen against Spurs. 
16 minutes. So uh, he's coming back. Yeah. So so maybe I'll do that as my one week punt. Uh, there's worse one week punts than Christian Pulisic. And I mean so, that's so, not even necessarily a one week punt. I mean if he just if he performs, you can always keep him in, and uh, if he's you know if Grealish stops performing, then that's consideration yeah. also. Yeah. I just like Grealish's schedule these next few weeks. You know, what's Chelsea's schedule looking like these next few weeks? They've got uh, Leeds, Everton, Wolves, West Ham. Okay, so a bunch of a bunch of threes on the uh, match difficulty chart. Yeah, and then Ar- Arsenal away, so it's like a zero pretty much. <laughs> Another <laughs> popular seen <laughs> online is uh, Diego Jota for uh, Grealish. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I, idea. That's that's the one that I'm kind of. Uh, if I don't take like on a one week plan and bring in back Grealish, if I just, if I for like my long term kind of plan of like transferring more of like um to pri- uh, premium uh, midfield assets, then that's I think that's the guy I'm gonna go for in Jota for uh, to free up if, some funds because that was saving like 0.7 million. If everyone's healthy at Liverpool, does Jota play? Does he start? I think if, you got, if, if you got Salah and Mane, mm. where do you fit them in? If you got no, Salah, Mane, Bobby, where, where, like, and then behind them you got Henderson, but, like, where, where do you fit them in? No, if ever, if everyone's healthy, I don't think he's starting. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so still, either. He might be starting, you know, midweek games or something. Um, uh, he's in the rotation. You know, He'll be like a super sub, like. I think of, he'll come in pretty consistently to give them rest, and I think he'll start – in some, if they have a Champions League game where it's kind of like a like a rotational squad, um, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, the, the group stage is almost over. I think Liverpool have confirmed their place in the next round, so he might start in their last group game, and then mm-hmm. um, from there on out, it's the the knockout stages. So actually, he might not even be starting those, um, but yeah. I think he'll come on pretty consistently. But he, had, in, in all fairness, he has been performing when he does come on for the last like thirty minutes of games, even. So it's oh, not too see. too terrible. He came on for yeah. twenty minutes with West Ham. And picked up eight points. Uh, let's see. Came on for ten minutes against Arsenal. Picked up six points. Uh, so he does have a little bit of, of a run of doing that. But he has been playing like the full ninety or pretty much recently. Yeah, I think they have to find a way to get him some minutes. But it's a question. I could. Of like, I could see if um, you know if if he keeps going for even a longer span of time, then it uh, you know one of the front three probably Firmino just because Salah and Mane are a little bit more undroppable. Um, I could see him filling in that role. And Firmino does play a, an important role tactically, but as long yeah. as Jota can do the same thing, then you know why would you not pick the better performing player? Can Jota do the same thing, though? Because I know Klopp, like just last year, said that uh, Firmino is his most important player. Yeah, I well, I think that might job. be... I, know he's, he's I, think he, I, think he's, I think he's very important to the Liverpool team. But I think that also has like shades of when Pep said that Foden is the most talented player he's ever coached. You know, you think it was like, just a, a little a little pick me up for Firmino? I know. I, th- I think there's truth in there, but I think he's exaggerating a little bit. And and can Jota play that same role? You think? I think so, based on what I've seen of him. I, th- I think also uh, uh, Klopp's gonna be a little bit more pressured to rotate his players a lot more now that like half his defense is injured. So yeah. like you, you kind of seen even like past couple of games, you know. Yes, maybe because of Salah's COVID case, but still, he, him and uh, Minamito have been like uh, Jota Minamito have been like played like on way more minutes. So I do yeah. know. Uh, sorry, I know also that um, United are playing two games a week for the next like eight weeks or something like that. 
So I'm, I'm pretty sure Liverpool have essentially the same schedule with like, you know, the Champions League, the Premier League, and then the uh, the Cups in England. So, I mean, there's got to be rotation coming. Um, yeah. And he's the, the first, you know, he's the 12th man. And you, right. then the question because comes down to if you think, is he going to, is his rotation, is he going to start a full 90 in the Premier League or in like the Cup game or the Champions right, League? Right, right. Because it, you know, cup game and chip is a game are relevant to us right now in terms yeah, of. Yeah, like, it depends. It depends. But he does also have that super sub ability, mm-hmm. super sub ability, uh, where, where it might be worth having him in. What's his price at right now? Six point nine. So that's that's a little, that's a little high just as a super sub. It kind of depends how your team is structured. Mm. But he's he's like you said, Gash, and like like we looked up, he's he's succeeded at that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think Klopp's got to find a way to, to play, and that's a good point too about the injuries. That probably scared Klopp into rotating a little more. Uh, you you can't totally blame the injuries on on that, but it's probably a factor with with the shortened off season and and the weirdness of the COVID world. And uh, yeah, that, that's probably contributed. So that's a good point. Uh, so maybe Jota is an option for some. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. So we got Barnes. We got Jota. Uh, if you have a little more money, you can go to one of the Chelsea guys. Uh, any any other options to fill in for Grealish there at, around that range? I think I think we pretty much covered like the main ones. Uh, would be interesting. Mm-hmm. You can go Hamas Rodriguez if you wanted. Uh, they're playing Burnley. That's not an awful matchup. Uh, he's yeah. been a little he's been a little off the last five or six game weeks though. Um, that can't go on forever, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think um, if you're going to James, it's more of a, it's much more of a one week punt in my mind, at least, because right. Everton do have, there they have Burnley, and then the next five after that are Chelsea, Leicester, Arsenal, Sheffield, and Man City. So a pretty tough run. Yeah, yeah, that I was I was talking about as a one week punt, but yeah, good point to make that clear. Um, okay, any any final thoughts? What if you want to real quick? If you want to talk about Watkins, I guess you can go to. Uh, Bamford, Bamford, uh, Che Adams. As much, as much as I don't want to say it, Che Adams, the bastard, is in that price range also. <laughs> um, let's see. Anybody else? Maupay is in that price range, but he's got a little knock, and he just missed a penalty, and he sucks. So maybe and he not. gets ro- he gets rotated too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a pretty solid show. I like I like Che Adams. Yeah, I have him already though. So. Thank God he didn't score against Man United this weekend. I would have <laughs> lost my mind. Uh, you can go Antonio from West Ham, you know, but that's that's kind of a tough matchup against United. But he did well against Arsenal. Uh, he like could totally controlled their side of the game. I felt. Like. I would I would say Antonio is not. He's less of a one week punt and more of a you know someone you want to keep in longer term. Yeah, because um, like you said, their matchup isn't that great this week. But if he keeps that starting spot over um, Holler, then I, you know, he, he scores when he's on. And West Ham have been looking pretty decent um, offensively. So he's so been out of form point. though. Uh, one point since game week six when he, he was, was hurt. Well, right. Okay. Yeah. Zero minutes played. Uh, so he just came back and played forty-five last week. Okay, I like Antonio as a as an option as well. Uh, all right, so that pretty much covers it. Or Joe Linton, if you if you really have balls and <laughs> and a triple not, captainship. Or they're not playing, right? Right, they're not playing. Um, <laughs> so don't don't go for him. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about our captain picks, right? Anything else you yeah. want to add? All right, 
there's a lot of good captain options this week. Um, a lot of them, actually. Let's see who we got. You can go De Bruyne against Fulham. Uh, you can go Mane or Salah against Wolves. You can go Fernandez against West Ham. Um, you can go who else? Vardy, Vardy. against Sheffield. You can go yeah. Vardy against Sheffield. Uh, I think that's that's probably all the main ones uh, there. So C four, you want to start us off? Who are you going with? I don't know. I, the last couple of minutes, I've been being quiet. I almost talked myself into bringing in Jesus this week. <laughs> Maybe we should support the being quiet more often. Do it, do it. I mean, against Fulham. Yeah, uh, but I think going into this game, we could see either De Bruyne or Vardy. And if you had to ask me right now, it'd probably be De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gash, I'm going with my man. I think I'm going with my man, Bruno Fernandez. Um, it's for me. It's between. I. I mean, I have. <laughs> I have my my plethora of captain picks I can choose from, um, mostly to confuse myself. But I I'm just going with my gut and sticking it on Bruno. And if I were to change it, it would probably be to KDB. Okay, um, I'm in the exact same boat as you, so I'll just hop in and say that. Uh, and Taz, what about you? Um, if I had KDB, I'd probably captain him against Fulham, but I don't, and I don't think I'm a transfer mid, and I don't want to take the hit since I got to deal with Grealish. So my options are between Bruno and uh, Vardy, and I'm leaning more towards uh, Captain Bruno. Yeah, I mean, West Ham have looked okay, um, but Bruno has just on like, fire. Br- Bruno's yeah. Bruno. He's just on fire. I don't know. It's it's, it, he's always involved. Like, he's the only – he kind of plays that De Bruyne role for them. He's, he's very, very involved in everything they do, assists, goals, penalties. Is he on set pieces too? Um, sometimes. No, I mean, well, Tellus will take the corners now if, since he's playing. Um, Bruno, Bruno might take a free kick, yeah, depending on who else is on the field. So, great option, Bruno. Um, okay, that's captain picks. Uh, anything else? Yeah, that wraps it up. We have any fan questions? No, I we have, we have, no, we have we have a question for the fans. Why aren't you sending us any damn questions? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've had a fan question since game week two or three. We started off really hot, like, our and we show. know we yeah. know for a fact we have a lot of fans. So it's got to be that you guys aren't sending us any questions. <laughs> According to Anthony, think- we have at least eighteen <laughs> listeners, so there should be eighteen questions every week. <laughs> so show yourselves. <laughs> We also set up a voicemail box. You can leave us a message with your voice, and we can play your voice on the podcast. You can even make fun of us, whatever. Just uh, <laughs> call us. Give us, give us, some, give us some extra content to put at the end of the episodes here. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah. All right. So enjoy your game weeks, everybody. What's the deadline this week? They it change Friday. it to Saturday. They change it to Saturday. It's a Saturday morning deadline. If you tell Tomo Friday, he actually said it in time. But if you tell him Saturday, I'm gonna I'm gonna set my lineup right now. I think actually, uh, before I, any more any more price points mess me up here. Um, yeah. So besides that, enjoy your week, everybody. Uh, hope you guys all score less than me because I'm falling behind in the standings. Uh, real quick, should we announce the standings for the FPL Hotline League? Just like the top five. Yep. Let's do it. Uh, first place is two girls, one clop. Uh, second place in, <laughs> is Werner Bros. Uh, third place is I Smell Poo Nani. Uh, <laughs> fourth place is C4 United. 
and fifth place is Grealish FC. And just uh, for shits and giggles here, uh, in 25th place is Taz, the Tasmanian Devils. Oh, we're doing this. Uh, in 35th, <laughs> in 35th place is FC Tomo. Uh, rough week. Uh, and then in 44th place is Gashchester United. 44. Obama. Oh, 45. <laughs> and uh, we'll just just for fun, the last place team in our standings right now is uh, Dodo. The team name is Dodo. That's <laughs> uh, correct. <laughs> Let's check out. They still got a bomb right. in. Uh, yeah, this doesn't. Are they setting their lineup though? No, it's a zombie team. Yeah. No, they are setting their lineup. So Dodo, good luck to you. Oh, uh, really? Well, well, well done for continuing <laughs> to set your lineup despite being on two hundred and ninety-six points for the year. Don't compliment that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> a full ninety points uh, behind seventy-fifth place. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and then, and then, like one hundred and twenty points behind seventy-fourth place. So pretty. Pretty set in that. Okay, no, 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 no. To, in game week eight, this guy took a negative forty-eight hit. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a wild card. Do you think he no, 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 tried right. to use the wild card and then? No, no, no. Because game week five, he took a negative fifty-two hit. <laughs> Wait, that? we might have to explain the rules of FPL with Dodo. <laughs> I think Dodo. he used to watch our. Episode one again, you know. Hey, the week he took that negative fifty-two, he scored eighty-seven, and he used his bench boost. So that's something. Yeah, that's <laughs> impressive. That's, that's his high high score for the year. So it, was it worth it? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Dodo, if you're listening, uh, listen a little closer and <laughs> really, really, really pay attention to what we're saying here. Uh, we can help you out. Um, Besides that, I hope everybody has a good week. Um, and, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Oh, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FPL Hotline. All right, peace. Peace. Bye.